Ayn Rand said, The truth is not for all men, but only for those who seek it. Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacy Wheeler. Today I want to tell you a story about finding the truth. Along the Superstition Mountains in Arizona, east of Phoenix, is a little mining town of Miami. One December day in 1949, an old prospector named James Kidd left his cottage there. He was never seen again. Kidd was 70, and he'd been prospecting for more than 40 years. Before his disappearance, he was one of millions of people living an unnoteworthy life, just simply going about his day, doing his job, and moving through the world unnoticed, like so many others. He wondered, like us all, about the great questions of life. And though he probably couldn't have known, a legacy was about to be born. All because of one simple handwritten note. It was only a handful of days after Christmas. Kid had only a couple of friends and no family, but someone noticed he was missing. His home was searched and his possessions were cataloged. There was nothing of particular value in his cottage and no sign of foul play. But James could not be found. The case was cold. Had he been murdered in the Superstition Mountains looking for gold? Or maybe he fell into one of his own mine shafts? No one knew. The Superstition Mountains are a vast and desolate place. A person could go missing and never be found. Years passed, and no one heard from James. Six years later, in 1954, police finally closed the case. James Kidd was declared dead. It seemed he was destined to be one more forgotten person in the history of the West. But then something surprising happened, something unexpected. Later that year, while cataloging old dormant bank accounts in Douglas, Arizona, a bank employee discovered a safe deposit box which belonged to James Kidd. She turned over the contents of the box to the estate commissioner of Arizona. Inside, they found cash and stocks valued at more than $200,000. That's the equivalent of more than $2 million today. And there, within his papers, was a handwritten will. It read, This is my first and only will, and it is dated the 2nd of January, 1946. I have no heirs and have not married in my life. And after all, my funeral expenses have been paid and $100 given to some preacher of the gospel to say farewell at my grave. Sell all my property, which is all in cash and stocks with the F. Hutton Company Phoenix, and have this balance money go into research or some specific proof of a soul of the human body which leaves at death. I think in time there can be a photograph of a soul leaving the human at death. The will was signed, James Kidd. The letter was judged to be valid by Justice Robert Myers. His ruling started a years-long battle to determine who would get the money. Before it was done, 134 individuals, organizations, and institutions filed a claim on Kidd's estate. Years later, Robert G. Fuller wrote a detailed account of the whole thing in his book, The Great Soul Trial. I'll share a link in the show notes. Well, the case drug on for years, and before it was settled, it involved an endless number of lawyers, many highly regarded universities, several reputable scientific institutions, a state board of regents, a swarm of journalists, and a large trail of camp followers and mystics. It was a bit of a circus. Money can do that. But the judge wanted to make sure the intentions of this simple man, James Kidd, were honored. And ultimately, it became known as the Great Soul Trial, 
and the trial was held to determine who got the money. In 1971, the fortune was finally awarded to an organization dedicated to psychical research. 22 years had passed since Kidd's death. The American Society for Psychical Research, or ASPR, who received the funds is still operating. It's currently one of the oldest psychical research organizations in the United States. It was founded in 1885 by a group of scholars which included William James. The money landed in good hands. William James was one of the most influential philosophers of the United States and is known as the father of American psychology. And even today, the ASPR still has headquarters in New York City. They maintain a website. I'll share a link. Today, their work continues into some of the great questions. Long before Kidd died, William James wrote, The greatest use of a life is to spend it on something that will outlast it. In 1946, James Kidd left his house and his worldly home for the final time. Those who knew him said he was a simple man, frugal. He wasn't known to be especially spiritual. And today, there's only one black and white photograph that remains of him. He worked and saved and spent his life savings on something that would outlast him. Perhaps he hoped money could answer the big question. And his actions left a note in the Encyclopedia of Human History. James Kidd is gone, but the big question is not. Even now we wonder, what is the soul? Maybe we've always wondered. Don't we all at times ponder the great question? Like a prospector by candlelight glow in the cottage of ourselves. What is the meaning to this life? What is consciousness? If I disappear from this earth, do I disappear forever? More than 70 years have passed since James Kidd disappeared. And still we're left with the great questions. And how beautiful that is. Imagine if we knew the answer to the great questions. If we knew for sure without a doubt that we'd live again after death. If we knew there was a great adventure waiting on the other side. Wouldn't that change the way we see this journey? The mystery of what happens after we die makes us embrace this existence. It makes us treasure it in ways we can only treasure something we believe is finite. It's the rare believer who can chase away all fear of death. How many do you know who are free of the fear of death? That fear makes this life more precious to us. Life is like gold dust we clutch in our fist. Each day a bit more slips through our fingers until one day our palms are empty. The uncertainty of death makes each moment the most precious of gifts. Seventy years ago, a man went prospecting, knowing he had already found something more precious than gold. Thank you for listening to The Soul Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, learned something new, or were just entertained, please tell your friends about the show and hit that follow button. This is the best way for other people to find the show. Check the show notes for links to supporting information as well as any books or other reading material related to this episode. I love making the Soul Podcast. My goal is to bring you more shows each season. If the show's spoken to you and you feel called to, please join our list of producers. You can become a producer for as little as $3 a month. And each of you helps me get one step closer to making the Soul Podcast my full-time job. You can find a producer link in the show notes.